Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to the Mental Wellness Wake Up Show. I am Dawn McMillan, the spiritual psychotherapist, bringing you wisdom from both spirituality and psychology so we can all create lasting well-being. Today, I want to talk to you about a quote that I got from Neville Goddard. Um, a lot of people will know who Neville is because he is purported to be Wayne Dyer's teacher. So Neville is part of that 20th century wave of truth teachers and new thought leaders, and he really has a lot of stuff to offer that I think is very helpful for us, even as we update some of those programs and some of those teachings to a more modern sensibility. So the quote is this, never accept as true of others that which you would not want to be true of you. I'll say that again. Never accept as true of others that which you would not want to be true of you. And so what I really love about this quote, um, he talks about it in terms of doing distant prayer, doing um, healing for people who aren't there. And the point that he makes really is that you cannot do a spiritual malpractice. Like it is absolutely okay to treat for someone else, to pray for someone else, to try to change someone else because it will only work if there's something within them that is receptive to that. So if you see a friend and they seem like they're not doing very well and you're like, oh, I really want to really help. So you start thinking good thoughts for them, praying for them, sending them energy healing. You can't interfere with their well-being. You can't interfere with their life unless they're open to it, unless there's a pattern in them that will accept it. So that's great, right? So if you really want to do well wishes for someone, feel free. You're not, it's better to get permission before you try to interfere in someone else's energy field. But it does mean that, you know, if you just pass a stranger on the street and you want to do a quick little treatment of energy for them, you're not engaging in any sort of spiritual, spiritual malpractice. They'll receive it or they won't but you're not causing any harm. So part of the discussion that came up for me in reading this from him is, as he goes into the discussion, that the reverse is true. That people can send you energy and it will only affect you if you have a pattern in you that matches it. If you are willing to believe something for someone else or about someone else, then that same belief can affect you. I know that sounds a little confusing. So here's, here's how I'm thinking about it. So if we go back to the quote, and I have to look it up because I forgot it already. Never accept as true of others that which you would not want to be true of you. And I think what he's pointing at is, you know, that line, judge not lest ye be judged. I think what he's pointing at here is that the things that you believe to be true of other people create a pattern in yourself that matches that, creates a pattern in yourself that matches that. So if you believe that XYZ is a good for nothing so-and-so, there's a way in which you are also creating that to be true of yourself. Yeah. So let's break that down a little bit. So. The positive, the positive side of this is going to be true. I'm going to start with the negative side of this because I think for a lot of us, that lands a little more potently. So let's just break this down a little bit. Let's say I start building a case against 
we're going to name this person XYZ. <laughs> I don't want to speak anyone's name into this, this example. So let's say I'm, I'm making a case against XYZ, and I am just going off about how they're this and they're that and they're this. And I'm building a case in my mind that says everything about them that is terrible. So the first thing that happens when that happens is I am flooding my own body with stress hormones. So even if you don't want to get into the spiritual metaphysical point of view, from the basic biological point of view, when I am engaging in harsh judgment of someone else, I am simultaneously flooding my own mind, body, spirit with stress, with anxiety, with anger. I mean, think about the last time you're like really on a tear about someone. I know when I do, when I get on a tear about someone else and I'm being very judgmental, like my forehead gets tense, my breathing gets shallow, my muscles are tense and there's just this grrr. I'm activating my own stress system. I'm activating my own fight, flight, freeze, fawn system. So the very first thing that happens when we jump into making a case against someone, judging them, condemning them, is that we cause suffering in our own body. We're not in our peaceful frame of mind. We're not in our healthy frame of mind. We're in that fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. There's another one, I can't think of it right now. Frame of mind. So first, we're creating suffering. And the more we do that, the more ingrained that stress pattern becomes. So not only are we creating suffering in the moment, we're making it easier to create suffering in the future. And our little bodies love homeostasis, they just do. So what happens is that in creating this negativity in ourselves, it becomes a point of reference for homeostasis. That means that our mind-body system will begin to prefer it because it's familiar. So we keep getting on and on about that one person at work who did this and who did that and telling that story and enrolling all of our friends and how awful they are. Meanwhile, we are just continuing to build a larger and larger container of stress and judgment in our own being. And then that becomes self-reinforcing. It's like we get that hit of self-righteous indignation, but it doesn't last, so we need another hit of self-righteous indignation, and we're building a larger and larger and larger container full of stress hormones and judgment. But wait, there's more. So you have all of this judgment you're directing at XYZ, and you're just broadcasting that. You're broadcasting good for nothing so-and-so, good for nothing so-and-so. You're broadcasting that. <laughs> and so on the very practical tip, you're washing your brain and judgment of this person. When you see them, all of those stress hormones are going to flood up that kind of hostile expression is going to come over your, your face, and that person is going to feel, feel it. They're going to feel it when you're in person with them. 
you're going to be braced for them to say or do whatever it is that you're expecting them to say or do. You're going to speak kind of differently to them. So you're creating more stress in your interactions with that person. That's from the psychological point of view. From the spiritual point of view, you're just broadcasting that energy. You're just broadcasting. So-and-so is a good-for-nothing, XYZ is a good-for-nothing so-and-so. They're going to pick up on that. They're going to pick up on that. And so you're starting to, to fill their good-for-nothing so-and-so bucket as well. So rather than contributing to everyone up-leveling, you're now contributing to that person being more of a good-for-nothing so-and-so to the degree, this is important, to the degree that they have a pattern in themselves that matches good-for-nothing so-and-so, you're feeding that pattern. So you're creating the good-for-nothing so-and-so stress pattern in your body, and you're feeding it in theirs. So the likelihood that they are going to behave poorly with you is higher, and the likelihood that they're going to just be more negative is higher. So think about what you're creating. You're indulging in this judgment. You're enrolling all of your friends into this judgment. You're creating a stress pattern in your own body, and you're encouraging that behavior from the other person. That's a lot, right? This is one of the reasons why judging, condemning, criticizing, is so bad. I know, bad's a judgment, but stay with me. It's not health promoting. It's not joy promoting. It is not consciousness promoting. And I feel like I have to put in the disclaimer, which I think is super important, that there is a difference between judgment and discernment. Judgment is... XYZ is a good-for-nothing so-and-so. Discernment is XYZ doesn't turn in their projects on time. You've observed the behavior. You've observed the pattern. Your inner, wiser self, your sage, your higher being, is going to discern that there are certain behaviors that tend to come from that person. There are certain ways of being they tend to choose. And it is wise to be aware of them. Awareness is not judgment. Judgment is criticism. It's having a strong point of view about this person. So at no time am I criticizing, judging, or condemning awareness. If a certain person always walks up, uh, always walks up, up to you, I speak English so good, always comes, approaches you with an insult, right? The first thing they say out of their mouth is, ooh, those are stupid. Ooh, I hate your shoes your awareness will say, hey, there's a strong likelihood that so-and-so is going to do X, Y, Z. I don't know why I'm using X, Y, Z so much today. Judgment is so-and-so is a loser and they hate me and I don't want to spend time with them because they're terrible. So back to the point at hand. (laughs) When you're making a case against someone else, and especially the more you talk about it and think about it, and the more people you tell that story to, the stronger that pattern gets in you, Number one. Number two, the more likely you are to to inspire that pattern in that other person. And number three, the more you are contributing to unconsciousness and anti-consciousness for everyone. 
But wait, there's more. So let's go, let's go back to that part where when you send someone to something, send something to someone, what happens if they have a pattern that matches it? Well, they receive that energy. But here's what else happens. It gets reflected back to you. Everything that you send out gets reflected back to you. Everything. So let's think this through. I condemn XYZ as a good for nothing so-and-so, and I just broadcast that. I tell all my friends, and every time they're like, oh, what's going on with XYZ? And we get into that frame of mind. We're flooding our own bodies with stress hormones, which themselves can be addictive. We're creating a new homeostasis for ourselves, which is judgment, criticism, and complaining. We are broadcasting that, and if, if so-and-so is receptive to it because they have a judgment of themselves, we're, we're making their world worse, and it's all coming, reflecting back to us, right? You, the, the way that the human energetic system works, the way that mirror neurons work, the way that we work as human beings is that we receive what we send. We reap what we sow. So you're going to have that reflected back to you. It's like you're sending, you're sending up this beacon of good-for-nothing so-and-so, and then all the other good-for-nothing so-and-sos around you are going, oh, hey, let me go over there. I'm being summoned. And then that, in turn, <laughs> expands your bucket called good-for-nothing so-and-so, so you experience it more in your body. More people who are good-for-nothing so-and-sos who are vibrating at that frequency or who judge themselves in that way are going to be drawn to you the person that you're criticizing is more likely to behave that way with you. And then all of that is being sent back to you. And that judgment of yourself that you have on that thing, let's say you're judging someone for um, being rude. So you've built up that receiver about so-and-so is rude. Every time you've ever judged yourself as being rude, Right, you're like, oh, I can't believe I said that to such and such. What was I thinking? Is also in that bucket. <laughs> so now you're expanding that in yourself. All of that energy that you sent to that other person is, if they're receptive to it, is making them more like that. And you're making yourself more like that. You're expanding your good-for-nothing so-and-so receiver. So are you catching this? When you are willing to judge someone else as whatever, you are creating more of that in them, in the world, and in yourself. Is it worth it? And again, we're talking about judgment, criticism, condemnation, not about awareness. Your awareness is going to see the world as it is. Your, your judgment causes you to see the world the way that you are. It's like every time you engage in this criticism and condemnation, you're creating a, a set of lenses that you look through the world and you're going to see more and more of it. You're going to attract more and more of it. And real talk, you are creating more and more of it. Um, it's kind of like the way that methadone or subox, suboxone more accurately works. So you have people who have become addicted to opioids 
And so they have all of these extra opioid receptors in their brain. And the way that Suboxone goes, it goes and fills that opioid receptor and then covers it. And it's kind of like what you're doing with your negativity. You're creating a whole bunch of negativity receptors in your brain. And so other energies that look like that are going to be able to attach to those receptors. Does that make sense? Are you with me? So what is the answer? Right? What to do instead? First of all, the more you can make a case for how awesome other people, places, and things are, the more good you create in the world. It works the same way. If I go inside my brain and I make a case for what, how XYZ is really courageous in the face of everything that they've overcome, and that I can see that XYZ is really trying their best, or whatever else the case is, First of all, I'm not triggering those stress hormones in myself. I'm creating this whole feel-good vibe in myself. I'm broadcasting that not only to XYZ, but to everyone around me. So I become a positive beacon. That person is more likely to behave according to that pattern when they're around me because I'm triggering those mirror neurons, that reaping sowing cycle. And then it's getting reflected back to me. So that case that I'm making for that person, which is supportive of positivity, of light, of joy, of peace, of doing your best no matter what, that's getting reflected back to me. So the more I do it, the more I'm building this receptor in myself of positivity, of all the things that I desire. So if you must judge people, Judge the heck out of Beyonce for being so charismatic. Go judge her, right? That's a judgment. It's a point of view. It's an opinion. So if I say, wow, Beyonce is so charismatic. And you know who else? <laughs> I'm building the charismatic receptors in my brain. I am broadcasting charisma around me. I am more likely to inspire charismatic behavior in the people around me. And it's getting reflected back to me. So that goes back to the quote, don't judge in other people that you don't want to see in yourself. Never accept as true of others that which you would not want to be true of you. So, discernment and awareness will tell you this was this person's behavior. People often want to go to the extreme. They're like, yeah, Don, but, you know, so-and-so is a neo-Nazi, and I believe that to be true of them, and I know that's not true of me. Granted, that's a behavior. If you sign up to an organization that calls itself neo-Nazi and go to neo-Nazi rallies, then that behavior, your discernment, your awareness is that person, that person, I'm making up words now, engages in neo-Nazi-like behavior and says things that are in alignment with those points of view. Awareness, discernment, judgment is, and they're an irredeemable POS and they should die. <laughs> right? Are you feeling the difference? Are you hearing the difference? Do you want it to be true of you that you're an irredeemable POS who should die? If you don't want that to be true of you, do not put that on anyone else. 
don't put on anyone else that which you do not wish to be true of you because in dwelling in that judgment, you are creating the truth of it in your own being and broadcasting it widely. So what to do instead? When you catch yourself projecting onto someone else or yourself, whenever you catch yourself engaging in an emotionally laden judgment that you do not want to be true of you, or if you can't think kindly of yourself, think about someone that you really love, your child, your pet, your mom, your best friend from high school, whatever it takes. Say, would I want this? Would I want this to be true of this person? Do I desire it for this person? Do I want this beloved human being in my world to be an irredeemable, good-for-nothing POS? If you would not wish that on someone that you love, whether it's yourself or someone else, don't wish that on anyone else. So when you catch it, <laughs> forgive yourself. You say, whoo, okay, cancel and delete it. And you can even say those words, cancel and delete that and reorient yourself back to something that is true, capital, D, capital T true. Or anything else, anything else that is true, that is lovely, that is of good report, that is uplifting. So I'm reading the news and I'm thinking about this politician and I'm thinking, oh my God, he's an irredeemable POS and he, we'd be better off if he were not on this planet. Woo. Okay, Don, whoa, whoa, stop. All right, cancel and delete all that. What is something you can focus on that's actually creating what you wish to have in the world? Huh, let me call my representative and thank them for voting differently on that thing. I mean, that's not a, the best example, but what else can you do that is positive? Okay, anything else. Wow, I was just thinking negative thoughts about someone I don't even know. Cancel, delete. I'm going to go pet my dog and think about how grateful I am to have this loving being in my world. And now I'm reflooding my, my system with, oh, isn't it cool? Which is a great feeling. I'm broadcasting it, and I'm more likely to inspire and attract more, oh, from... <laughs> the people around me. So stop, notice, cancel, delete, replace, replace. If you can, with something truer and more uplifting about the situation you were just thinking about, and if that's out of reach, anything. Start looking around the room and doing your grounding exercises. I'm going off on this politician, I'm like, whoa, 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 stop, cancel and delete all that. Okay, I see a yellow highlighter. I'm noticing a black shiny desk. I see a purple dog leash. I notice a red sweater. <sighs> okay, I'm grounded. I'm back in my environment. I'm back in my body. What do I choose? It can be that simple. All right, beautiful humans, thank you so much. That's it for today. And let me please be the one to remind you that you are whole, perfect, and complete, just the way you are. And you are worthy and deserving of all good things. Until next time. <laughs>